You're listening to Chairboys Unfiltered Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Wickham Wanderers Football Club. Brought to you by Liam O'Rourke, Charlie Goff and myself, Jaden Wilkins. We'll be bringing you all the gossip and news involving Wickham Wanderers, including interviews with ex-players and much, much more. If you like what you're listening to, please do consider following us on Spotify and never miss an upload. Thank you very much. Good evening. Hello. Hello, Hello. how's it going? Yeah, good. Uh, The long-awaited return. The long-awaited return of Chairboys Unfiltered is here. After staff absence and uh, unavailability. And just general can't be bothered. Well, I wouldn't say that, but, you know, it's all good. I'm a lazy shit. Fair enough, fair enough. (laughs) And your, well, I guess your uh, rise to fate... Rise to fame. My rise to fame. Yeah, you're you know you starring role of uh, with the Wickham way. I love it. I love it. Honestly, it's such a it's it's so good. It's great to be a part. Very grateful uh, to George. I'm watching. I'm watching and learning. I'm watching and learning. Yeah, very grateful to George for the opportunity. Uh, Some uh, great people, and we have a good laugh on there. I hope it's entertaining yeah. for everyone else as well. Yeah, certainly is. Certainly Just is. Five uh, lads talking utter shit for an hour and a half. What? What can't you love? Well, uh, there's usually more than that on a on a Saturday, so you never know. Yeah. So um, now we get to listen to two lads talking shit for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think uh, should just make it make it clear that we're not here to piss anyone off. Uh, we're not here to sort of talk down about anybody else. Uh, I don't think we're going to let uh, other people on to speak either, are we? Really? Unless uh... nah, because it's chairboys unfiltered still. It's... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No. Obviously, we're not here to talk down on anyone. We're just doing our own thing, and just hopefully yeah. bring something uh, that people will enjoy. Everyone can enjoy. Exactly. Exactly. That so, is our plan. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, speaking of uh, plans, hopefully uh, we'll have some uh, some guests and stuff uh, in the not too distant future that we can uh, we can have a chat with. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, we'll see what happens soon. Yeah, uh, now that I am uh, getting closer to full fitness, to match fitness, as they say. Yeah, he's, uh, um, he's had he's he's coming back from a from a lengthy spell out on the sidelines. Yeah, I've uh, I've got my practice match next week, so uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, right. So what 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 should we uh, what should we talk about? Well, talk I about? mean, um, we got a game coming up tomorrow, haven't we? Carlisle United at home. Uh, Looking forward to it, obviously, as I do with all games. I think possibly it's one of the last winnable games for the foreseeable future because um, I know we got Peterborough coming up, we got Bolton coming up, and yeah, our run after uh, tomorrow just looks a little bit painful, if I'm honest with you. Um, definitely the likes of, um, you know, Pompey on Tuesday night, and then. Obviously, the Cheltenham game is postponed. Uh, and then we've got Peterborough and Bolton. Those are three very, very tough games. And I possibly, 
it wouldn't shock me if we got zero points out of um, those games because you know they're very they're three very good teams. I think maybe we could possibly get some out of Peterborough, but Bolton are a good side. Pompey haven't lost as far as I know. Uh, so I'm yeah I'm definitely uh, interested to see um, what sort of team we put out tomorrow, especially with injuries. Um, we know that McCarthy is injured for quite a while. Um, we got Kane Vincent Young. He picked up a knock recently, so um, maybe Jasper Pattenden could see him uh, making some sort of. Uh, appearance tomorrow uh, I think what we covered last night when we were talking about David Wheeler possibly at right wing back maybe he didn't really play the uh, he didn't really fit into that role on uh, Saturday very well I think maybe you know Jasper's had a very good game in the um, in the cup possibly he could get a run out I think uh, obviously there's a risk involved but I would like to see it happen definitely and I think um yeah, Bloomfield, that'll definitely be in the back of Bloomfield's mind uh, come Saturday. However, uh, I think Carlisle, uh, they've got a good side, very strong in midfield. Uh, as I know, they've got Owen Moxon, Callum Guy's a good player. Uh, a few of the others, uh, they've got the likes of uh, Paul Huntington, decent player. They did have Amari Patrick last year who impressed me at Wembley. I actually went to the Wembley game. And, um, yeah, Amari Patrick was a very good player. I think he's left and gone to Sutton United now, so he's off playing with Damani Mella. But, um, yeah, they'll definitely not be they'll definitely not like be there for the taking. They will try and they will see this as probably one of their more uh, likely games to get a win that they've had uh, so far. I think um, Bloomfield would be wary of that. And um, as the Carlisle fan said last night on... Um, on uh, the Wickham Way preview, um, they like to they do like to press if we're playing all this tippy tappy round the back, and obviously we have seen that quite a bit with Wickham recently. So I think uh, maybe their high press would be something to cause uh, Wickham and Bloomfield a little bit of a headache. Uh, possibly uh, could see us going back to like I, I think we'll stay with the five two three with the wingers just to give us a little bit more width going forwards. Uh, because I think if we go too central, we'll be more vulnerable to that press uh, compared to, uh, say, if we went wider with Hannon and McCleary on the wings. Um, so coming back to Saturday, last Saturday, it was a good performance from Wickham, uh, but I feel like um, I feel like there were a few sloppy, well, lapses of concentration uh, when the goals went in, definitely. I think maybe the first and second were avoidable, but the uh, the third goal was just a bit of a it's a bit of a moment of magic really from um, Corey Blackett Taylor, who's a very good player, uh, and you just got to hold your hands up and say fair play. You know that was a it was it was a good individual goal, definitely. Just <clears throat> just a bit, yeah. just a bit. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I I I agree. I I do do agree, and, and all the stuff you said about sort of Carlisle and, and things like that. You know. Uh, Moxon guy. Uh, there was another player that I've completely forgot. Luke but Plan, striker. He's not bad. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, so I only remember him. We, for, we do uh, a... nutting Jack Grimmer in the uh, Lincoln game last year. That's yeah. So so that'll be the uh, if uh, well if I was going tomorrow I'd have been uh, I've been very happy to uh, give him some abuse as he got off the coach and. Uh, 
Yeah, it would have been would have been interesting. Uh, well, he deserves it to be fair. <laughs> so, he yeah. once. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, can we get uh, Charlie? Uh, yeah, I'll invite him to speak. Let's do it. I saw you as he is. <laughs> you had your mic on mute, and I was like, oh, "I just gotta keep it going." Yeah, no, no, sorry. Uh, uh, the uh, still, still feeling the effects of uh... the cold. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's oh, gone. Lost him. Oh dear. He might, he might be back. He might be back. I'll keep an eye on it. Uh, so yeah, I, I think. The in terms of the the fixtures that you said coming up after tomorrow, uh, I am shitting myself looking at that. I, I I think that that maybe you might have shot your uh, shot your uh, arrow a bit too early with that. But again, you're entitled to your opinion, so that's yeah. fine. Uh, which you know I've got absolutely no problem mm-hmm. with. Uh, I I do think you may have shot your arrow a bit too early with that. Uh, Peterborough, I think we could. Get a result out of. If I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're not. They're not doing. We do too bad. have quite a good home uh... record against Bolton as well. <coughs> I don't. Think we've, I don't think we conceded a goal at Adams Park when Bolton have been in town. So. No, this is this is true. I think the the one game that we've got to possibly go into it with a, a sort of a. What's the word? Uh, An ambition to win, sort of. No, no, it's, no. Uh, free, a free, uh, free shot, free shot. Uh, is the Portsmouth game, and just, just see how they are. Yeah, I think is the is the way. Just, just see how they approach it, because obviously that's a Tuesday, isn't it? Yes, that, that is this Tuesday coming. So so yeah, just just see how see how they sort of approach it, see what team they pick, and and see how how they go about it because you know they could drop points between now and and choose uh, that yeah, game. Uh, you know they could have injuries, could have suspensions, all that kind of stuff. So so the yeah. last last year against Pompey it was two two. Um, that we had the Lewis Wing one strike, and yeah, I think we were a little bit lucky with some of the uh, goals we scored. Poor, very poor goalkeeping, and um, in the uh, on the Portsmouth end. But uh, yeah, obviously we gave him a good game. Uh, I think maybe like yeah. uh, I think uh, the last two years we've drawn there. If I'm right, we've I believe yeah, you're right. I think we yeah. drew nil nil in the Wembley season. And then we had last year. We had the two-two. Um, obviously, last year didn't. Re- yes. Last year, I don't really know what you can take from that because it was a nothing game for both teams, really, wasn't it? So it's also worth noting as well that the goalkeeper that played for, and, and I'm going to be a little bit embarrassed for this one because I know what I, you're going to say. I, spent, I know what you're going to say. I I said with this one. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I said this to you as well. Maybe at the beginning of the uh, uh, pre-season, I said this. I said that I quite liked the look of the goalkeeper that played for Yeah, Portsmouth. just because he's in a Chris MD video. St- <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because of that, but never mind. Uh, there, there could have been a chance that Chris MD could have come to a Wickham game, but hey-ho. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I said that he was all right. Besides that, uh, besides that sort of disastrous goal that he conceded against Lewis Wing. Uh I thought it was alright, but then it actually proceeds that 
he went. He's now on loan at a Conference South team, which makes me feel a little even really, worse. Yeah, he's on loan. At, uh, he's either on loan or on permanent to Chelmsford. He did City. sign a new deal, so I think he's on loan. Wow! So he's gone from a, he's gone from a League One team to Chelmsford. Wow! I thought he was much better than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's a bit of an eye opener. I didn't even know that happened. But Chelmsford have got uh, one of our ex, uh, maybe two of our ex players. I know they've definitely got one, uh, Dave Winfield. Oh yeah, Dave Winfield, and who's the other one? Big, big Dave. I think that's the only one. I, I thought it was two, but might I be might be one. wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I know we've definitely they've definitely got one of our old players. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so uh, yeah, his his sort of career has gone from League One down back to the Conference South again. That's so hey ho, yeah. shit happens. Uh, I didn't think he was better than that. So though. I didn't yeah. think he was much better. I thought he'd maybe like a League Two goalkeeper. Yeah, and I thought like he could maybe learn from he could maybe learn from Striak, you know, if he if he sort of that's why I was thinking along those lines because again, you know, we've done that with Shala, yeah. and we've done that with, well, not Ravazzoli because he's not really that young. Twenty five. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, we've done that with Shala. We've done it with Blunkle. We've done it with obviously Carwright was Dickinson. a loan deal as well. Dickinson, you know, all these kinds of players. We've done it with those, so so why couldn't it work with him? But anyway, that's that was just that was my school of thought at the time, and and I thought that he was okay bes- uh, besides the, the goal, goal, the wonder, the wonder goal that he conceded. Well, I say wonder goal, I think it was a bit of a fluke to be honest, but oh well. Uh, You're not allowed to talk about yeah, Lewis so... Wing on here. <laughs> well, I I have my opinions on Lewis Wing at the moment, and uh, yeah, that. It's just proving to be more and more correct as the days yes. go by. If you've seen recent headlines about Reading I Football Club, so headlines. yeah, we'll just leave that one I there. Seen... We'll leave yeah, that one there. Uh, and uh, fairly probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Do you um, want to talk about? Should we talk about the recent performances of um, Sir Fred's Potts in the middle? Ah, Sir Frederick's or Sir Frederick of Potter. Yeah, Sir uh, Frederick Potter. Yes. Um, he's he has been an absolute revelation in that two man midfield along with Scowan, hasn't he? Yeah, I I knew I knew it would take him a little bit of time to get used to it, as it would with anyone, because you know he's a lone player. He's not been out on loan to a to another league club before, uh, as far as I'm no, aware. You're right. Um, so it's his first sort of season in professional football. Uh, obviously, it's men's football, all that kind of stuff, uh, and he's taken to it like a duck to water. He has indeed. He's he's been very very good, uh, as it showed last weekend against Charlton with his absolute thunderbolt of a goal. Uh, yeah, we all said how unlucky we were to lose last weekend. I think uh, I agree. We were very unlucky to lose last weekend. It was it was a very very good performance. Second half, we came out looked like we had been looked like Blooms had given them a right kick up the arse in the uh, in the second in, yeah. in the um, interval. And I think it's it's an encouraging sign, definitely, to see that Bloomfield. You know, he's, if he's not happy, he's going to let the players know, and he's going to really fire them up to uh, to bring in to get a better performance in the second half if something's not going our way in the first. 
hundred percent. And and he's he's not he's not sort of uh, sorry to cut no, across, right. but he's he's not sort of he's not sort of afraid to to make a change either. From what I've seen, mm, like, yeah, with with games that you know where he's he's not been afraid to make three or two or however many changes he needs yep. to at whatever time in the game. You know, I I reckon I I wouldn't put it past him, and hopefully we don't ever need to do this. I wouldn't put it past him to make two changes on the twentieth minute if he wasn't happy. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me. Hot, obviously, I hope we don't need to do that at any yes. point. But it, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he would, if you know, if if he didn't sort of, if he wasn't afraid to do that, if he wasn't happy. Uh, you know, we we always sort of accused as as good as Ainsworth was. We did. We always accused him of. Maybe making one substitution on the the eighty fifth minute just to get someone a token yeah. appearance, uh, you know, Agafedwa being one of them. Uh, I feel like with Ainsworth, it was we... sort of just the um, it was just the same subs at the same time every week, no matter the result. Yeah, it'd be Bayer on eighty minute, eighty fifth minute, you know, like yeah, and, and that's what I said about like token appearances, yeah. you know, just just to try and sort of get him up. Get him up the ladder yeah, a bit like, more. I'll get Bayer on for uh, his uh, five-minute jog. Get him an appearance. Yeah, yeah. Hundred um, percent. You know, they they knew that, or Ainsworth knew that he wasn't going to be in Monday or Tuesday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So he thought, bugger it. You know, he's going to get 20, 20 minutes here yeah. and there, and then we'll see him again on Thursday for training. Yeah. So, which I thought was very, very weird. Uh, I understood yeah. it. But I thought it was very, very weird that we were that accommodating to it. At the him. end of the day, it is Adi Bayouak in Fenway. He is a legend of football, you know. But that, but that shouldn't. I know we're going a bit off piste here, but it's, that shouldn't mean anything. Yeah, it shouldn't. You know, it it could be it could be Freddie Potts who's come on loan, or it could be Kieran Brecken who's come on loan from Manchester City, and he's earning X amount of money that you know the Wickham players could hope to earn in their career, mm-hmm. or. It could be Akinfenwa. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't agree with that when I heard about it. I think it was in his documentary or his film or whatever. I, I didn't agree with that. What's as soon as I found out that was going on, I was like, "What the hell are we going on with here?" <laughs> but anyway, but in anyway, fairness, let's. Uh... He, he was a very good servant to the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, carry on. And so, yeah, what what we were saying about Bloomfield and his subs. Um, I feel like there's only been one occasion where he's possibly got it wrong. And that was last weekend because anyone who was there will vouch me in saying that the Charlton subs really did change the game in their favour. So they elected for uh, more attacking options, a little bit more pace up front. And I feel like that definitely sort of um, the lack of subs from Wickham. uh, I think our first sub was uh, Killian Phillips came on for... Vote. I want to say it was vote. Killian Phillips definitely came on. Uh, he was our first sub. I feel like it was just the wrong sub. I feel like when votes went off, we uh, we capitulated a little bit, attacking, and then obviously we conceded the two goals. Um, yeah. But that yeah. was the one instance where I feel like Bloomfield has got it wrong because I feel like the the two previous weeks, so we had Blackpool and we had Northampton. Like he brought on the likes of TJ Hanlon was on the bench against Northampton, and as I've said plenty of times before, when you're like when you're one nil up, you just got to hold a lead. TJ is the perfect player to bring on because he yeah. will just go up front and just cause absolute havoc 
for any team with his pace. And I feel like maybe we we missed TJ a little bit. We didn't bring him on on uh, we didn't bring him on on Saturday. And I definitely thought like a little bit of pace in the Wickham attack would have certainly um, certainly maybe give Charlton a little bit more to worry about because essentially that's they were quicker than us. And that's what won them that game. They brought on the subs. We didn't. We elected to stay um, how we were because at the time when Charlton made the subs, it was working. We were firmly on top in the game. Uh, but yeah, that's probably just a learning curve for Bloomfield, a little bit of inexperience that maybe, you know, the subs do need to come earlier, even if it's working, if we're level, basically is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, again as as well, you know, he's coming up to he's coming up to a year in charge of of the of yeah, like, a year as, as manager of of a manager, yeah. sorry. Uh and uh, you know, he's 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 gonna make those mistakes. You know, Ainsworth wasn't the <laughs> the finished article within the first year, mm-hmm. you know, he only just guided us to uh safety. Yeah. So so yeah, so you know he's gonna it's gonna make mistakes. It's gonna be one of those things. You know it's all very well having like the best, well, arguably the the top three best squads we've ever had in our history. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, I agree. Uh, it's it's all very well and good having that, but you know just because you've got that doesn't mean that. It's going to click every No, absolutely. Week. And I think maybe, you know, if we carry that second half performance into the games in the future, then we will be fine. Uh, yeah, it was unfortunate for the um, the two goals we gave away. I mean, one, like I said, one was just a very, very good, um, is a great individual moment from Blackett Taylor. And I think maybe, like I've said before, the, um, the first and second were definitely avoidable. I think boys maybe gave a little bit too much space. On the left hand side, he let um, he let the wingers in twice, and it, yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't yeah. happen really. But the second the second goal was just a, a huge fuck up from like I don't I don't want to point fingers at anyone, but it, defensively it was a huge fuck up. You had boys pointing where the guy was going to overlap it. Alfie May was pointing where he was going to go, and there was no one covering oh. behind boys. He was doing what he could. Uh, Leahy was the wrong side of low, and yeah, it just. Um, it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of a mess. So hopefully we're um we'll obviously look we've looked back and we'll analyse that goal and think okay this can't happen in the future and uh, we can build I, on it. I I also think that he that Bloomfield has also looked at his or the coaching staff have also looked at their sort of setup as well and, and the way that they plan their subs because they you have to plan a yeah, sub. Yeah you do absolutely you, you have you, you have to plan substitutions you know that's why you pick subs on the bench. Yeah. That's why you pick certain players to be on the bench. Um you you plan for those things. You sort of think right well this guy could change the game at this time da 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 yeah. da da you know and if it doesn't work then we change to this. If it doesn't work we change to that that kind of stuff. So it's it's all the it's it's all that kind of thing and you're like Okay, well, uh, hopefully we can sort of learn from that. You know, you, you were talking earlier about like the pressing yeah. style that Carlisle have. Yeah. You know, hopefully the the direct sort of play that the that Charlton's attacking players had will be very very similar to what the attacking player of Carlisle would be mm. like. You yeah. never know. It it could be they could have players that that might hurt us in different ways, like the like the high pressing style or the the skillful. Uh, skillful wingers or whatever, you know, like uh, they did with Blackett Taylor. Yeah. Um, 
we've just got to be wary of that and you know hopefully we've we've done our research as as I know we yeah, we will uh will will have done and uh you know all all things pointing towards uh, a good performance and hopefully another Yeah third I mean I'm definitely hopeful of a victory tomorrow I think um the Blackpool performance was definitely the best of the season um of it, we were yeah yeah I've said it time and time again we were hard done by on um on Saturday and I think some of the refereeing was questionable but we won't go there um it's just getting better and better week after week and I'm starting to believe that Bloomfield just maybe it was a little bit of the fact that it hadn't clicked like the 3-0 defeat to Exeter Lincoln and things like that and Bloomfield does know what he's doing he's there's a manager in there you know he's he's just gone undefeated in five before that loss against uh, Charlton we can compete with the big teams and I feel like that's what that's what I was waiting to see from Bloomfield because, and I've said this plenty of times before, he'd beaten the likes of, you know, he'd beaten a few of the teams that are maybe like mid-table towards the bottom in his time as Wickham manager. But to get that win over Blackpool, a team that was in the championship the year before and a team that will no doubt be yeah. up there again, that's what I was waiting for. That was the statement win that made me feel like... That's Wickham the springboard, isn't it, for the, for the rest yeah, of it? Yeah, that was... Yeah, it's, Sorry, you carry on. it's definitely the springboard yeah. for for the rest of it, you know. And I'll, I'll admit it, you know, I I wanted him out. I, I I'll admit it. I was stupid. I I I went with the crowd. I, I made a stupid mistake, you know, and I instantly regretted it when he started turning yeah. it around. So, but in my defence, I've done that before and I've called out people, and instantly it worked. Yeah. You know, I I I still remember years ago saying that. Uh, Signing Scott Cashkett was an absolute mistake, and he went on to score twenty goals in however many games it yeah. was in a row that t- that if season. If you just go and say all so, our summer signings you know, are awful, were they all going to be unbelievable? Basically, uh, I don't want to risk it. <laughs> I don't want to risk it. Um, I, I I am I am known to to slag off a development player. Uh, oh, well, just because or, or development player or unknown player, just because. Uh, yeah, but you know, uh, I'm just saying. Last time I did it, it worked. Uh, well, you know, it did work. Yeah. So, so yeah. I just wanted to ask oh, well. you about um, Jasper Pattenden. He I is. know he's been quite a hot topic of conversation recently, along with Declan Skura, uh, after that very good performance against Crystal Palace under 21s in the uh, Pizza Cup. Uh, could you see <coughs> Jasper getting a start tomorrow, possibly with the injuries to Vincent Young and McCarthy? Uh, no, no, you don't think so. No, no, uh, David Wheeler. Right, yeah, okay. Sorry, I, I'm sorry, but no, I, I, I don't get it. Uh, I, I don't get why people big up uh, players' performances against a under twenty one team. Yeah, yeah, I just don't get it. I, I don't. I don't get it. Yes, players are entitled to have a good game. That's that's totally fine. <laughs> but I do not get why we are ranting and raving about a player who has come from uh, Worthing in the Ishmian Premier League or whatever Ishmian Premier League South or whatever yep. it was, uh, and then he suddenly bursts onto the scene against a Crystal Palace under twenty one side. Where uh, half of the team 
are probably never going to play in the Premier League. Uh, it, well, two of them actually made the bench against uh, Man United in the Carabao Cup. One of them the has day, but that's in the Premier by the by. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I just don't get why why we're raving about it. you know Declan Skura. Yes, he had a good game, but I, I my opinion, I, I just don't yeah. get it. I, I don't I don't get it. That's uh, but I'll tell you one. Uh, thing. Yeah, and and also sorry, yeah, just yeah, to just to quickly it. add, uh, Carlisle is a complete cat is a completely different kettle of fish to uh, Crystal Palace under twenty yeah. ones. There you go. And I mean, like, obviously, the experience of league football, the more experienced players you're going to get are going to be a lot better than, you know, the under-21s teams. And I think that's what yeah. needs to be taken into consideration. Like, obviously, it's good to know that we got the options like Patton and Skura, but will it be their time to shine in the league yet? Probably not. I mean, they'll probably gradually work their way in. Like, uh, like Farino. Yeah. I mean, Farino, he had a good... Um, it was the FA Cup against Hartlepool, wasn't it? His breakout, and then again, that's but again, that's, that's Hartlepool. A, that's a senior Hartlepool team. Is, Hartlepool is that's different. A, that's yeah. an actual professional, you know, full-time senior team, and that's fair enough if he's getting in the team off the back of that. Say if maybe Jasper yeah. played against Sutton and he had a very very good game, and then I think, oh yeah, maybe it's a little bit more likely because he's played against the senior squad, but. I think he, yeah. he, they're good depth to have. It's good that they're impressing. Maybe like it will encourage teams like in Division or two below to maybe look at them uh, for the potential of taking them on loan. But uh, I just I can't really see them being involved at the moment, even with injury. I think David Wheeler he didn't have the greatest of games on Saturday, but I think he still more than does a job at right wing back, the Swiss Army knife. Um, yeah, I'm. I I hope they don't rush them. The thing you've got to take into consideration, really, is are they going to be rushed into the first team? And obviously, the likes of Bloomfield won't want to do that because um, if you rush a youngster into the first team, their confidence is going to be shot if they like make a mistake or something. Yeah. It? So they've got to be very wary of that. We we have we have a track record of not rushing people yeah, into. Yeah, we do, it. don't we? You know, the the prime example was, uh, who was it? Flip's sake. Uh, Mometti. Yeah. Mometti, right? So we we didn't rush him into it. We we put him into the development team. You know, he played like friendlies and all that kind of stuff. And then he he took his time. He was in. Uh, he was with the with the first team squad in training every week. Da, 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 da. Made his debut in a cup competition, I think it was, and we slowly brought him through. Like you know, slowly, slowly brought him through the through the thing, and he took uh, took his his time. You know, played played really, really well. Uh, and just went on from there, and then we sold him. Uh, yeah, first as as little amount of money as possible. <laughs> uh, yeah. So- because we were stupid. I think, obviously, it was a release clause, so we didn't really have a say in it, did we? But, um, yeah, it's a bit of a well. pain in the ass to have that release clause in the contract. Um, but, yeah, I think I think you're bang on, really. I think uh, we, um, with Mamete, we saw he came in in the championship season. He got his first few minutes off the bench. He got a few starts, scored a few goals. And then I wouldn't really say Mamete was a nailed-on starter 
till after that game no. away at Plymouth, the three nil, when he really showed. One hundred. That was when he was 100%. nailed on starter. I know he got injured against. He was in. He was in very very good form, and I think maybe if we had him in the playoffs before he's. Um, because he got injured at Gillingham, didn't he? I think if we had him in the playoffs, yes, he would have been a, like it might have been a different story. He might have won it, and that's when he really came into his own. And then obviously, the start of last season, it just feels like an age ago. Like when we have Mawson and Mamet, it just feels like a completely different era to what it is now. And it's only nine months later. Like it's it's crazy, but yeah, that's when he sort of become a nailed on starter. And then if, even if we look at like Farino for an example. Farino, he he came in for the Hartlepool game. Obviously, Ainsworth had seen something he liked in training, did yeah. well, and then he was he wasn't starting every single game at centre half, was he? Because when Tools no. and um, Taff were fit, we uh, those two did start. They started the playoff final, or they started all the playoff games and things like that. But he was sort of establishing himself as like, okay, if Stewart leaves, which he ended up leaving. Farino is probably the next in line to take that position, and yeah, and they look. And he happened. did. He's he's even got his squad number. So yeah, the rest yeah. is history. So, so we didn't rush Farino. We didn't rush Mametti, and um, look, even TJ we haven't rushed. Like he he obviously went out on loan to Ebbsfleet. He's uh, not Ebbsfleet. Sorry, Eastley. Yeah, Eastley. Um, yeah. and then uh, he's come back and sort of like slowly made his way in off the bench. Got the goal against Burton. And he's still obviously not going. He's not a nailed on starter, but he's still that impact sub sort of player for Wickham, which is a lot better than he was this time <clears> a year <throat> ago. Yeah, uh, the one thing I'd say about TJ is you can't really call uh, a player who has played in the Champions League a development player. I don't think we. I don't think we could class TJ as a development anymore. player, in my opinion. He but... originally came in as a development player, didn't he? <laughs> Did he? I, I don't actually I remember that. I believe he was part of the B I, team. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, that's that's where that's where I I am misinformed. Yeah, I think he signed uh, on the same. Fair enough. Uh, I can't remember, but I think it was him and Tyler Dickinson signed on the same day. Um, back in. That's possibly where I was. Uh, banging my head up against a brick wall that we were announcing a, a B-team player, like a first-team yeah. player. Uh, but again, I'll come on to I that think, uh, later. I think date. we... Yeah, it was, he was one of them ones that probably wasn't necessarily like an, a just total B-team player, but he was sort of like a fringe player, but he could play in the B-team as well because he's only young. Right, That's, yeah, That was yeah, my yeah. thought. So okay, sort yeah. of like what people thought. Obviously, when we brought in Joe Lowe, no one thought he was going to be a nailed-on starter, but it turns out now no. so yeah like like i say anything can happen really can't it yeah 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 100 percent uh so yeah um what else is there to cover i think we've we've covered carla we've covered Charlton, we've talked about freddie potts um could we maybe staying on the topic of development players and this was an interesting conversation we had last night with um the lovely people from the uh wickham way podcast um the next player to uh sort of like follow the trajectory of mametti and farino who do you think that would be uh out of the current bunch of development players uh i think it'd be scura yeah i agree with that uh what's your reasoning behind it just because he he looked like uh, again you know 
only I've only seen him in one match uh, before. Uh, well, before making this sort of judgment. So, and obviously, I know what I said about it being Crystal Palace under twenty ones, but that's the only game I've got to go from. Uh, I I thought that he 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 took to it really well. Mm. Uh, you know, he he did did well alongside. Uh, it was uh, Richard Keogh, wasn't it? He was he was with yeah, defence, right, yeah. so yeah, he did uh, did really well. So it yeah. looks like a That's... it's a good start. We got him from Kingstonian, didn't we? I think I believe yeah, so. so yes. We do have quite a good track record when it comes to um, beating the defenders. Obviously, Farino's come through. Uh, Skura looks like he'll probably come through. Uh, we had who else? Have we have we've had Andre Burley. I don't know what he's up to nowadays. Yeah. Uh, hunger for I'll tell you what, though, when a um, little bit about Andre Burley, when he played against Exeter in the uh, Carabao Cup two years ago, he actually had a very, very good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did actually. Yeah, I agree. I was quite shocked we let him go. I'm just uh... like with the likes of Matt Shazzy and that, I'm quite shocked that we let him go. Ah, here he is. Perfect timing. I was just um, just having a quick break. How's how's it going, Liam? He's back. There. I don't know. He's just dropped out, mate. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. So break anyway. So um. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair <time>. enough. <laughs> yeah. No worries. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, what were you saying? Uh, yeah. So no, it was just uh, just good that uh, you know, players like Andre Burley and that were they, they. I don't really think they were. They were given that much of a chance, but uh, in in my opinion, anyway. Uh, yeah, Matt, I know. I agree. Matt Shazzy uh, Linton was the other one I was thinking of, uh, yeah, and Le- and uh, Levers, Adam Levers, uh, who I actually remember uh, Adam Levers. Uh, we played Oxford away. Uh, yeah. That's the season that he was up, went out on loan to. Oh God. Hampton and Richmond, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, him and his dad were sat behind me for for the Oxford game, which was uh, which was pretty cool. Oh, that's quite and cool. yeah, and, uh, we had uh, had a little chat and, uh, and stuff. It was uh, yeah, it was pretty good to to discuss yeah. like things of him and see how he was and and everything. And uh, yeah, that no, was uh, it was Adam good. Levers actually did um, make his he did make a league. Uh, appearance for Wickham, didn't he, against Plymouth Argyle in the one 0 defeat? Yeah, I I actually thought he uh, he was pretty good. Yeah, I I did. Uh, hear, oh, he did have a, quite a good game when he came on. Yeah, uh, I was I was quite disappointed actually that he didn't stay because uh, not only because we uh, we built up a, a good relationship, like uh, or friendship, rather over the last sort of period of time that he was at the club but you know yeah, yeah. I think we've um, we've definitely thinned the uh, development squad this year I mean out of all the players I'm going through the players now I'd say Shala, uh, Skura, Wakeley uh, Clark, Pattenden, Woodhouse, Ward are the only development players we've got at the moment but that's not necessarily a bad thing is it that may be what they were going for yeah yeah Hundred percent. Yeah, I think uh, there's there's a few we've had, isn't there, that have been released over the years that maybe I think oh that like they could have had a career with Wickham 
the like I definitely thought Matt Shazzy would have signed a new deal. I know we had um if you remember a certain Oliver Pendlebury. Uh oh. those two goals in Chel- at Cheltenham still live rent free in my head. Uh, uh he's just yeah, he sort of he, he started really strong that season, the Wembley season, and then just you didn't really hear anything of him and he had a unsuccessful uh loan out at Woken. I think maybe the writing was on the wall after that, which was a real shame because I thought he could have been a very, very good player. Yeah, he... Uh, interestingly, actually, I, I was looking at this and, uh, and I thought it was a bit, it was a bit weird. Uh, do you remember how we, how we loaned out uh, Jack Young to, uh, to Air United? Yes, yeah. Guess who was there or guess who left to uh, left on a uh, uh, mutual consent to actually for them to actually bring him in. Who was it? Ollie Pendlebury. Oh, he was air, was he? He was, yeah. Oh, wow. And I, I, I remember looking at it because I, I saw the like the the announcement that he uh, that he was going to, uh, as in Jack Young, saw the announcement that he was going to Air United. So I was having a little look and. Uh, on their uh, on their like thing on the on Google, it said, "Oh, Ollie Pendlebury contract uh, contract uh, terminated by mutual consent." And I was like, "What the?" It's a bit weird. Uh, yeah, so, I'm just reading it, yeah. he uh, he quit nine weeks into a two year deal due to personal circumstances. Ollie Pendlebury. Yeah, well, to be fair, I mean, air is. Uh, Air is a bit of a shit hole, to be fair. So. so I'm not going to comment. But well, I've, I've seen I've seen pictures. As long as long as you see pictures of a place, you can form an opinion. In my opinion, he's so to, uh, he's gone back to Farnborough. Yes, yes, he has. Yeah, mm, interesting. So yeah, made yeah. two appearances for Air and scored once. Well, you know, a bit similar to us, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I I did think that he was going to be, uh, I, I, as everybody did. I think there's there's going to be there's not going to be one Wickham fan who said uh, who who doesn't think that they uh, uh, that that they didn't sort of overhype Ollie Pendlebury. Um, absolutely, <laughs> I think you're right. I think everyone after those two goals at Cheltenham, everyone thought he was getting right to the top. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, especially because he's uh, a local lad as well. So, yeah, and it makes for a great but, story, really. uh, uh, Yeah, I think we all wanted him to do well just because of that. So, I really uh, wanted him to do well, and it's a shame he didn't. But um, obviously, we wish him the best for the future. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, all good. Well, uh, I think uh, it's uh, it's about. About time we, we maybe called it there for yeah, uh, for the first one back. What did you say? Everything pretty well there, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, it was good. It was good. That. Uh, Enjoyed uh, being back. Thank you to everyone for listening. This will be up on Spotify afterwards if you want to have a listen again. And we're gonna we're gonna try and maybe um, get a little bit more consistency going. Obviously, um, I'm doing the Wickham Way uh, podcast as well, so I need to take that into consideration. But um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try and get a few guests on and just uh, bring something to you guys for everyone to enjoy. That's our plan. Yep, yep. I'll uh, I'll be uh, using my uh, my my sources uh, 
to uh, to great lengths to to see if we can uh, get some entertaining. This podcasts. man can work his magic. He he knows what he's doing. Wow. Well, he can try. You know, he can try for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll let you know how the practice match goes as well. Yeah, give week. us uh, yeah. fill us in on uh, on Chairboys Unfiltered next week. And um, finally, <laughs> yeah, no before we go, uh, it's become a bit of a tradition. Score prediction for tomorrow. Oh, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two one to us. Goal scorers. Oh, uh, I didn't think about that. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's have a think. <laughs> uh, well, actually, after my very good last prediction, if you remember no, about that Richard Keogh, it was McCleary's goal. That does not count. I'm not. But we didn't know that at the beginning. We didn't yeah, know that at the beginning. Count, so mate. it was McCleary's goal. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to say, I'm going to go for it again. I'm going to say Richard Keogh is going to score. And of course, no, I'm going to say Richard Keogh. I'm going to say Sam Vokes, the two oldies. Um, I'm going to go with a nice 1-0 Wanderers. And I think a Brandon Hanlon goal. Oh, God. Wow. He's He's been in good form. Uh, looks like he's got a point to prove. I could definitely see him getting on the score sheet tomorrow. He's always got a point to prove, but anyway. Yeah, right. I think that just about um, sums up everything. Fantastic. Right, thank Brilliant. you, for, thank you right. for that, Liam. And uh, thank you to everyone for listening. We look forward to the next one. All right. No problem. Come Up on, the you blues. <sighs>